Welcome to the Mindset, Money, and Magic podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Martinez, and I'm a mindset and manifestation coach who is here to help you create a life that you once thought was impossible. Each week, we'll be having deep conversations around how to upgrade your mindset, break free from your own fear and limitations, and tap into your inner magic. If you're into topics like spirituality, mindset, manifestation, and money, you're in the right place. Thank you for listening, and let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindset, Money, and Magic podcast. I hope everyone is having an amazing start to the new year, but if you're not, it's okay because I'm also not having an amazing start to the new year. Ever since the new year started, I have not been able to sleep, and going to bed has just been a struggle. I don't know what is going on with me. It's been a struggle to wake up, which obviously is to blame on not being able to fall asleep the night before. And I have been neglecting my rituals and just overall feeling out of it because my rituals are what energize me. And when I'm not doing them, my energy just feels so drained and depleted and it just messes up my entire day. What I'm doing right now is trying to take things slow and trying to get back to where I was by doing 1% more every day to get back on track, which I will say has not been the easiest thing. I have been doing it. I have been taking very, very small baby steps, but it has been hard. But today's podcast episode is going to be all about how we constantly overcomplicate our lives for absolutely no reason. I think as humans, it can be so easy to take on more work than we need to and make shit so complicated because in our mind, we believe that we get brownie points for taking the path of most resistance, even though some of the biggest shifts come from doing the easy shit, come from doing it the easy way. We overcomplicate our morning routines. We take on extra work at our jobs. We think we need to read a million self-help books. We think we never need to have any sort of negative emotion or negative thought, which if you've been in my world for a while, you know that I hate the word negative emotions because we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And part of that human experience is having quote unquote negative emotions, feeling emotions like anger and shame and fear and guilt. And it's okay if you have a negative thought because negative thoughts are not what manifests. What actually manifests is our predominant beliefs. And the one-off negative thought that you have is not going to manifest as long as you choose to reframe it. You choose to not focus your energy on that and you choose to focus on whatever it is that you do want. But back on the main topic, we think we need to listen to a million self-help podcasts. And I feel like this is a little contradicting because obviously if you're listening to this, you listen to self-help podcasts because this is, I guess, considered a self-help podcast. But but my intention for this podcast is never to feel like people need to fix themselves or they need to work on themselves like a project. The purpose of this podcast is to expand your consciousness for you to be able to see what is possible for you for you to be able to see real life proof that you are able to do whatever it is that you want to do you are able to go after what it is that you want because if you want it you can have it we also believe that life changes need to be loud and disruptive and they need to be big drastic and then they need to happen overnight or not at all and just so many other things that we do that we just overcomplicate the process for no reason For example, I used to overcomplicate the shit out of lists, to-do lists. I used to create to-do lists and I would literally write down every single thing that I needed to do. And even some other stuff that I was just like, yeah, I need to do this. I need to write this out on a to-do list that I really didn't need to do. I could have given it to a friend or just someone in my life that could have done it for me or I could have just completely just exited out and just been like, fuck it. I don't really need to do this. 
but I just felt adamant that I needed to add it on my list. And the reason why every time I made to-do lists and I felt like I needed to add a million things to my to-do list is because my ego just wanted to keep me safe. Because once I overcomplicate my to-do list and I make it overwhelming, I know I'm not going to take action. And that's probably what it's like for all of us. Once it starts to get too overwhelming and it feels like too much and it's too big, we start to procrastinate. That's when we want to scroll on TikTok for hours and we're like, oh, fuck, hours pass by. Now I don't have time to do this. I guess I'll do this tomorrow. Then tomorrow comes and we do it again and again and again. And then we never end up taking action. We just stay stuck exactly where we are and we wonder why. We constantly think that the easy way never works because we were told since we were kids that the easy way never works. That we need to work, 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 work. We need to work really hard to get what it is that we want. We need to take the route that requires the most work. We think that's how we're going to get approval and validation because look at me. I can do really hard things. I did it the hard way and now I'm going to wear this as my badge of honor as if I just won a Grammy. I used to literally refuse to do EFT, deep breathing, anything that required me to do something for a couple minutes because I never thought that that would work. I used to never meditate for any less than, I would say, like 20 minutes because I never thought that five minutes of meditating would do anything. I just truly thought it was a waste of time if I didn't spend 20 minutes, an hour or whatever doing my morning routine or doing meditation and breath work and all that shit. I thought that if I didn't take a long time, that it was a waste of time, that it would never work. And now that I've actually done the work, I've actually integrated these tools into my life, I now know that five minutes of EFT could completely change my vibration. I know that I can meditate for five minutes and that can do exactly what I needed to do in that moment. And EFT has been one of the most life-changing tools that I've ever used and has given me the biggest shifts, yet it takes the least amount of time. Growth doesn't need to be hard and painful. Sometimes it does require some pain and it is fucking hard. I'm not going to say that growing doesn't ever cause pain because it for sure does sometimes. But when we make it harder than it needs to be, we are literally causing our own suffering. Most of the time we are causing our own overwhelm and we are constantly falling into victim mode and telling ourselves poor me life is hard life is overwhelming I can't do it there's too much on my to-do list but most of the time growing and manifesting our desires is easy until we make it hard there's nothing wrong with doing things the easy way if it feels like a hell yes and the universe is nudging you to do it then it's a hell yes when we let ourselves just be and take the path of least resistance we see the biggest and most profound shifts. When we allow ourselves to receive divine guidance and no longer feel so hard and overwhelming because we are in alignment with our desires and tapped into what it is that we desire, we won't feel the need to resist it. It will be fun and easy and feel good. And when you stop reading the self-help books, when you stop feeling the need to subscribe to beliefs that don't feel good, when you decide that life is meant to be enjoyed, and you don't have to heal 24-7, you'll see the biggest shifts, which is why in 2024, I am no longer reading self-help books. And this may be a bit controversial because I have taken lots and lots and lots of courses, have had a bunch of mentors in my life, and I'm pretty sure 100% of them have recommended some sort of self-help book for me to read. Just any book that 
requires me to do some sort of healing or deep dive into my past and traumas and all of that. In 2023, I read over 15 different self-help books. Some of them ended up on my list of books that I couldn't even get myself to finish because a lot of my self-help books that I did finish felt like I was actually forcing myself to finish them, not reflecting on it. Some were good, some were downright fucking horrible that I had to literally force myself to read, like I said. And I realized at the end of 2023 that I was struggling to pick up my Kindle and read, even though 2023 was the year that I fell in love with reading. I never, ever read outside of school because reading was one of those things that I just felt like it was forced upon me. Like in school, like they tell us, oh, read this this book. And I was just like, I'm not interested in those fucking books. I don't want to read. It was just something that I was always forced that I never gave myself the chance to actually pick up a book that I truly enjoy and I realized that I was making healing a part of my entire identity and having all of my free time go to healing and that reflected how much self-help books I tried to read in 2023 so much because I had I believe over 100 books that I wanted to read self-help books all of them are self-help books did they help me somewhat and that might be an overstatement, but would I say some of them caused my most profound shifts? No, not really, because there's a difference between knowing something and actually doing something. And if I'm being honest, I feel like every book that I've read was just reaffirming the knowledge that I already knew. I already knew what I needed to be doing in order to shift my reality. The problem was that I wasn't doing, and each book that I was reading just kept making me feel like I'm, I'm a project. That needs to be worked on and kept reminding you that I'm not taking action, even though I already knew what I needed to be doing. So right now I'm currently in my smut book era. If you have any recommendations for smut books, I would love to hear them because I have been loving this book that I'm reading right now called The Nanny by Lana Ferguson, I believe is her name. And I'm definitely a person that judges a book by its cover. If the cover doesn't look good, I'm not reading it. Promise you I'm not because I hate looking at ugly covers on my Kindle. I'm definitely not a hard uh, hardcover or paperback girl. Definitely, if it's not on the Kindle, I'm not reading it. <laughs> and this book had pretty, I would say, average reviews on Goodreads. I'm definitely a, a judger on reviews as well. I do not give a book a chance if it doesn't have good reviews. This book, I don't know why. I just felt called to read it and has been so, so good. So good, so good. And that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I cannot wait to see you guys all next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to leave a five-star review and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Join the fun over on Instagram at the Nadine Martinez and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.